It's time for Tuesday Terror here on the Mutual Audio Network. Be sure to leave the lights on while you listen. The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17. You love role-playing, science fiction, and history. What if there was a podcast that brought all these things you love together in a deep, dramatic experience you'll never forget? Enter the Twilight Histories, a campaign-style storytelling podcast that casts you as the hero. With the Twilight Histories, you will travel to exotic worlds spread across the multiverse. Some are familiar, others are totally exotic. You'll visit Egypt locked in an ice age. You'll follow Napoleon into India. You'll explore Venus terraformed by dinosaurs. Choose your adventure and experience a world out of time. The Twilight Histories was awarded Apple's Best of 2019. Listen to The Twilight Histories wherever you find your podcasts. Now, step on the platform and let's get you on your way. Welcome, friend. Have a seat by the fire. Make yourself comfortable. The mall, Santa's, adjacent to the food court, were always a mixed lot. Some were too young, some too narrow at the hip, nearly all sporting a ridiculous fake beard. But one particular mall, Santa, seemed to wear the red suit like he owned it. This Saint Nick bellowed and laughed, cheerily sharing stories and delighting children with individually wrapped sacks of candy treats. Yet, there was something in his eyes that sent a chill colder than the North Pole. Something dark and lifeless. You're listening to Campfire Radio Theatre. Tonight we rekindle that old world tradition of spinning ghost stories during the holiday season with a tale from the jolly pin of John Ballantyne. It's called The Bones of St. Nicholas. You're not going to believe this son of a bitch. I've been sitting here in the car waiting 30 minutes. Still no sign of him in the midlife crisis mobile. Traffic sucks today. I'm still stuck over at Pinedale. Don't defend him, Kate. I'm not. You know what I think of that prick. (sighs) Here's the thing. I don't want you to spiral out of control on Christmas Eve. I mean, after what he did to you? I'm good. He always manages to squeeze a little extra time with Susie, though. It's like a little game. Oh, finally, I I think that's him pulling in. Well, try not to murder anyone, okay? I'll meet you at the mall in about an hour. Maybe me, you, and Susie could grab lunch? Sounds cool. I'll catch you later.
You bought her a thousand-dollar phone that she'll probably drop in the toilet before day's end. But hey, it's her college fund, right? Well, it would be nice not to have to go through you to speak to her. You can't call at ten o'clock on a school night and expect her to be awake. It wasn't that late. She's in bed by nine. How late do you let her stay up? I mean, I have to wrestle her into bed every time she comes home. Forget it. I'm in no mood for this shit. If you're gonna go total bitch cakes about a damn phone. You tell her not to set foot over here, or I swear to God, I will curb stomp. Well, everything's fine, babe. This custody situation is bullshit. My lawyer will be in touch. Happy holidays, bitch. Yeah. Merry Christmas, asshole. Look, Mom, I'm already at 500 points. That's that's great, baby. How did things go with your dad? Eh, okay. Gwen was over there the whole time. I think she lives there now. Are we gonna eat? We're gonna meet Kate for lunch. I wanna visit Santa. It's Christmas Eve, baby. Uh, a little late to change up your wish list. Oh, please. We'll see what we can do. Look at this. He buys her a new friggin' phone. Can't she just enjoy being a kid for another year or two? Chill out. I mean, like you say, Susie will probably leave it on the playground or spill a juice box on it anyway. God, it just makes me so angry. You know what I would like for Christmas? I would like to see him and his bitchy little girlfriend strung up and, and served on a platter. Hey, Mom. Hey, baby. Tired of the carousel? Yeah. I'm gonna get him one for Santa. I, I thought Santa's on the other side of the mall. No, Mom. He's right there. <laughs> what do you know? Didn't see him earlier. Must have just set up shop. That's convenient. Short line, too. Right next to the food court. Go ahead, sweet. We'll, we'll keep an eye on you. Ever think about getting back on the dating scene? <laughs> Who has time for that? Your ex. Oh, please. He was sleeping around with this Gwen girl when we were still together, trying to help her music career along. There's a cute guy in the office I could totally set you up with. I don't know. Maybe after the holidays. Here, girl. Hmm? Take one of these tonight before you settle in. Do not. And I repeat, do not. Mix with alcohol. You look like you could use a good night's sleep. Thanks. <laughs> Isn't that obvious? You still have shopping to do? It depends on what's on Susie's last-minute Santa list. Ugh, good luck. Lunch is on me. You sure? Yeah, no problem. I'll give you a buzz later, okay? Okay. 
<laughs> well, well, who do we have here? Susie. You want to come over and sit on Santa's knee, Susie? Sure. Uh, oh, there you go. Is that a real beard? Well, give it a tug and see for yourself. That's okay, you seem like the real thing. <laughs> you can't be too careful, Susie. There are a lot of imitations out there. That's what I heard. Well, now, let's get down to business. Tonight's the big night, you know. Something special you have in mind for Christmas morning? Something you'd like to see under the tree? Um, I'd like a Plato Arts and Crafts kit, a baby Yoda, and one of those things that projects stars on the ceiling so I don't get scared at night. I'll see what I can do, sweetheart. Anything else old Santa can do for you? Susie? Yeah. Can I whisper it in your ear? Well, sure you can. What I want for Christmas. Well, you might be in luck. That happens to be Santa's specialty. Oh, looks like your mother is waiting for you, dear. Hey, Mom! Hey, honey. Uh, we need to get a move on, okay? Oh, have some candy for the road. Thanks. Uh, oops daisy Did you have a good visit with Mr. Claus? Look, Mom! Reindeer gummies! I see. Any last-minute shopping tips for the munchkin? Oh, I've got you covered. <laughs> really? So she doesn't want anything? Oh, she does. But it's on the house, ma'am. We'll deliver this evening. So, uh, unless there's something else? Wow, I didn't know the store did that. Uh, sure saves my bacon. Thanks, Santa. Oh, my pleasure, ma'am. Do you have our address? It's in the system, ma'am. Super. Okay. Uh, come on, Susie. Looks like we might get home early. Thank you. What am I doing? Oh, just getting my buzz on with a bottle of red. Please tell me that you didn't take one of those pills already. <laughs> uh oh. Belinda, you're not supposed to mix alcohol. You're the one that told me I needed to relax, so I'm relaxed. I've kicked my shoes off, and this couch is feeling awfully comfy right now. Where's Susie? She's upstairs playing on her new phone. Visions of sugar plums or. Whatever kids dream about these days, dancing in her little noggin. I'm gonna go tuck her in shortly so I can play the whole Santa Claus routine. <sighs> Look, I, uh, I just called to thank you. This is the first time in a while I've really been able to unwind. Well, you deserve it. Yeah, I might be, uh, too relaxed. Uh-oh, better kickstart Operation Santa soon. So call me tomorrow and fill me in on how Christmas morning goes. Just not too early. Oh, that's right. You don't have kids, so sleeping in is an option. <laughs> Will do. Merry Christmas! Yeah, Merry Humbug to you too.
Susie, what? What is it, baby? I got a surprise. A surprise? Yeah. What time is it? Look who came to visit. Hello, Miss McCarty. Oh, Jesus Christ! What are you doing here? It's Santa, Mom. Uh, I see that, but what are you? What the hell are you doing in my living room? <laughs> or delivery, ma'am. Oh, I'm running behind this evening. My apologies. I'll just uh, set these under your tree. I mean, how did you even get in the house? Oh, the usual way. Been upstairs chatting with your daughter while you slept. Susie, come here. Oh, didn't mean to startle you. You delivered these gifts personally? How, how much do I owe? All part of the service. Look, Mom, I got Santa's personal number on my phone. Now I can call him any time. Oh, well, isn't that really weird? Uh, here, uh, let me grab my purse so I can tip you, okay? Well, that won't be necessary, ma'am. But if you don't mind, those cookies look awful inviting. Uh, sure, have some for the road. Much obliged. Hmm. Oh, reminds me of someone. Uh, this fella. He was real fond of sweets, as I recall. Who was it? You never heard the tale of Tommy Sweet Tooth? Is that one of your elves? <laughs> no, no. Susie, we don't want to keep Santa any longer. He's got plenty of stops to make. Mm. Oh, that's good. Uh, Tommy Sweet Tooth de Blasio. Uh, he was one mean customer in his day. Of course, that came with the territory. He worked for some tough customers. Uh, you ever heard of mobsters, Susie? The Mafia? We don't let her watch those kind of movies. Well, that's okay. I'll give you the PG version. Uh, now, uh, Tommy was what they call a hitman. If somebody stepped out of line didn't behave himself, didn't do what they were supposed to do, then Tommy took care of them. He rubbed them out, you see? What does that mean? Uh, well, Susie, uh, you know how the milk in your fridge has an expiration date? People have an expiration date, too. Uh, some of them just don't know it yet. <laughs> and Tommy was kind of a reverse milkman. Instead of delivering the milk, he'd dispose of it when it went bad. What's a milkman? Uh, nothing, sweetie. Every Christmas, Tommy would dress up as Santa for the kids. Tommy loved kids. Loved the light and sparkle in their eyes during the holidays. It was something that melted his heart, you know. Lots of folks didn't think old Tommy had a heart, but he did. Anyway... Those boys and girls would sit on Tommy's knee every year, tell him what they wanted for Christmas, and he would hand out candy. <laughs> Ended up eating a lot of candy himself. That's how he got the name. Tommy Sweet Tooth, right you are. Uh, problem was, Tommy had ticked off a few people. Of course, it was bound to happen being in that business. So, one Christmas Eve, Tommy himself got rubbed out in a back alley, leaving an orphanage. All decked out in his Santa suit, a bag of leftover peppermints scattered on the icy street. Uh, 
where is this going? You might suspect that would be where Tommy's story ended, uh, but no. I don't know what you might call it, a Christmas miracle, divine intervention of some kind, or a dark magic, but from that moment forward, every Christmas Eve, Tommy came back, still in his Santa suit, still visiting the kids, still trying to make wishes come true. Some say he made a promise to the Almighty as he lay there bleeding out on the street, a promise he'd make things right if he could just come back once a year. Some say he made a pact with uh, something else. I mean, did you just Wikipedia this whole story? I mean, this says that uh, Tommy Sweet Tooth de Blasio was murdered in 1947. Uh, let's see. The hit organized by the Franco family. De Blasio had long-standing connections to the Chicago mob and even associated with numerous famed gangsters. So what are you trying to say? Just a little ghost story. Used to be a tradition many years ago, telling ghost stories on Christmas Eve. Can you tell us another? I'm afraid it's nearly your bedtime, little one. Uh, Wouldn't you agree, ma'am? Yes, I would. Susie, run upstairs and brush your teeth. Uh, I'll be up in a minute to tuck you in. But I want to stay here with Santa. Oh, you have to get some sleep, Susie. Only good girls that obey their moms get gifts in the morning. Okay. Good night, dear. Good night, Santa. All right, look, you can cut the shit. I don't know what kind of game you're playing, but... (laughs) There's no game. I have a gift for you, too. Look, I've had a long day, so... I'll be off after you've seen your gift. Okay. Where is it? This way. Seems a little, uh, creepy. You're so familiar with my home, don't you think? Oh, comes with the job. Look, you're not friggin' Santa Claus, and you're sure as hell not some mafioso from 1947, okay? This was my husband's studio. What were you doing in here? Oh my god, what is going on here? Your daughter wanted you to have something special. Apparently, she overheard something about wanting your ex-husband and his lover strung up and served on a platter. (laughs) I didn't literally mean... I'm calling the police. This is insane. Well, that probably wouldn't be wise, considering the questions that would come up. And the fact that uh, these two are both bound and gagged on your property. (laughs) How exactly did you manage this? He knows when you've been sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been bad or good. So be good, for heaven's sake. Listen to me. I don't really want this. Oh, sure you do. Oh, ever picture this scene in your mind? Delicious, isn't it? No! Uh, Shouldn't lie to Santa. 
Now, I usually don't do the whole torture bit. It gets really messy. But since we're in this sound-insulated studio and no one can hear their screams, I'll make an exception. Torture. What are you... Let's see what we have here in the sack. Jesus, what are you planning? Players, dead blow hammer, <laughs> duct tape, heavy-duty clippers. Ah, oh, those are sharp. Oh, here we go. Propane torch. Yes, very effective. Listen to me. The tools of the trade have come a long way. No, no, no! God damn it, stop! Oh, once I commit to a job, Miss McCarty, it's kind of a point of no return. Uh, after all, I am a professional. A professional what? I uh, suppose we could try something a little different, though. Uh, more festive. Please, please, just let us go. We won't tell anyone. Please. Well, you're right about that. Please. Dead men or please. women tell no tales. Just let us go. Since it's Christmas, uh, I could let one of you go. I mean, it would be entirely up to Miss McCarty. I'm perfectly content with snuffing both of you. I'm not okay with, with snuffing anyone in my house. Now, Lance, uh, may I call you Lance? Lance, you feel free to do the chivalrous thing and spare your beloved Gwen here. Step up, volunteer your own head for the chopping block, and I'll let Gwen go. Uh, no? Nothing? Hmm. We could flip a coin, oh, but that would be so pedestrian. Just let them both go. I've got it. Our Miss Gwen here is such a songbird. Why don't you sing something for us? Something seasonal. I, I, I can't sing like this. Oh, dear, calm down. Your makeup's running. Let's pretend like you're auditioning for one of those competitions. <laughs> Miss McCarty and myself will be judges. The prize? You don't have to die. Please don't. Now, what shall we say? Jingle bells. Uh, we wish you a Merry Christmas. Uh, I can't. Silent night. Good King Wenceslas. I, I can't do it. You sing before I slick you ear to ear. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining. Ah, Jesus what the Christ? Your turn. Impress us. You're a goddamn psychopath. <laughs> Time's ticking. For God's sakes, Belinda, stop standing there and call 911. You got a phone in your hand. You're going to be an accessory to this nut job if you don't do something. An accessory? I had nothing to do with <laughs> Oh, I get it. I get it now. This is some kind of joke. You wanted to teach me a lesson because I walked out of this shit show of a marriage. Is that it? Lance, none of this is my idea. I finally get my life back. 
get things back on track. Now, now you and some demented Santa Claus are going to stomp on everything I've worked for? Everything you worked for? Oh, so sorry. I guess Susie and I were a real cockblock for you. I only hope you find it in your heart to forgive us, you miserable sack of shit! You are such a cold, self-righteous, hormonal, sexually unimaginative bitch! Well, I think the judges have come to a final decision. What do we have here in the sack for you, Mr. Lance? Holy Christ! Is that a genuine Les Paul? Why, I believe it is! No! No, wait! Wait! Ow! Shame to ruin such a valuable instrument. <laughs> uh, licorice stick? No. Uh, no, thank you. Mm. Ah, oh, that's good. Uh, poor girl. I think I'll spare her if it's all the same to you. That's fine. Normally, I don't do this sort of thing anymore. But when your young daughter told me how her father abandoned you two last year, well, I decided to deliver the gift that maybe even you didn't know you needed. Uh-huh. Oh, it'll be difficult for young Susie at first, but in the long run, she'll be better off without this narcissistic shit stain. I... I think I need to sit down. I've got a real mess here to clean up. Good thing I wear red, eh? You know, they say the bones of St. Nicholas are spread all over Europe. A right popular fellow. Everyone wanted a piece of him, even centuries later. Some believe there are pieces of this early Christian bishop here in America now. <laughs> Maybe a toe here, a rib bone there. Funny. That's how we disposed of some gangland folks. Spread them all around. No worries about DNA back then. <laughs> Sometimes we might even make a sort of gift of a dismembered body part. Like a souvenir for a boss who hired us to whack some unlucky sap. <sighs> oh, poor dear. Looks like old St. Nick's gonna have to take care of things all by himself. Oh, you better watch out. You better not cry. Stop crying, Gwendolyn. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Santa Claus is coming to town. <laughs> What day is it? You know, it's... Look under the tree! Wow, somebody must have been a good girl, huh? You go ahead, baby. 
Hmm, what should I open first? Oh, here's a big one. Cool. I'm surprised you're up this early. Merry Christmas. Hey, Merry Christmas. Hey, so, what was in those pills? <laughs> Angel dust? No. Did you have a bad reaction or something? I had the most bizarre friggin' nightmare about the, the, the mall Santa and Lance and... It was a whole crazy thing. Really? What happened? <laughs> Insanity is what happened. I told you not to mix wine with meds. Yeah, well... Hey, Mom! Lesson learned. Here's one for you. Hmm? It says it's from Santa. Oh, yo, it's leaking on the bottom. Ah, oh, jeez, what a mess. Uh, Susie, did you do this? Hey, I got you a little something, but I'll have to swing by with it later. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Maybe after lunch, should have the cobwebs out of my head by then. Hello. Hey, Daddy. So, tell me a little more about this dream. <laughs> Man, I don't even know where to begin. What part of my subconscious dredges this stuff up? It's just... What do you mean? I'm not going to be able to talk to you anymore? But why? Sure, I think I understand. You were Santa now? Can I talk to him? Kate, Kate hold, hold on a second. Susie, who are you on the phone with? Hey, Santa. Merry Christmas. Everything is so awesome. Thank you. No, I went to sleep last night just like you told me to. I promise. Everything okay? Kate, let me call you back. You want to talk to Mom? Sure, hold on. Hey, Mom. Hello? I wouldn't open the gift in front of the child. It might be a little upsetting for her. What's in it? Oh, just a little keepsake of sorts for you to remember your husband by. I've got Lance with me, taking him to the North Pole. There's a place there for naughty boys like him. This, this can't be. Or Gwendolyn, though. I doubt she'll ever be outside an institution again. Oh, this can't be. Anyway, have yourself a merry little Christmas, Miss McCarty. If you're good, maybe we'll visit again next year. Hey, Mom. Mom. Are you going to open your present? I'll open it later, honey. Show mommy what you got. You have been listening to Campfire Radio Theater. Tonight's tale, The Bones of St. Nicholas, was written, directed, and produced by John Valentine. Additional voice direction by Blaine Hicklin. Featured in the cast were Melissa Medina as Belinda, Joe Stofko as Santa, Amelia Hicklin as Susie, Danny Avilas as Kate, Graham Rowett 
as Lance and Mary Murphy as Gwen. Original music score by Kevin Hartnell. Additional music by Kevin McLeod. Oh Holy Night arrangement by Kevin Hartnell and performed by Danny Avilas. Sound design by Kevin Hartnell and John Valentine. Additional sound courtesy of Free Sound Project. Mixing and post-production by John Ballantyne. Share the horror and visit us at CampfireRadioTheatre.com and on Facebook at Campfire Radio Theatre. Oh, holy night The stars are brightly shining It is the night of our dear Savior You're listening to Tuesday Terrors on the Mutual Audio Network. Tomorrow is our weekly anthology for science fiction and fantasy as Lothar Tuppen brings you Wednesday Wonders. Subscribe to the full Mutual Audio Network feed for every day of amazing audio or find the Wednesday Wonders feed in your favorite podcast player. And thank you for listening, everybody. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together.